Finally, get to make my bracket. It's true. It's true. I've been waiting oh, eleven months, over eleven months. Well, actually, probably. I think. I think Saturday will will have actually been a year because by then my I'd already lost a lot of my bracket. Actually, the this past weekend, because the first so, weekend of in March. In other words, now it the been first a year. weekend of March Madness last year was St. Patrick's Day. I remember that because it was the same weekend I got my car. Well. Then it has been over a year. Mm-hmm. And then Dakota, on my right, on the board, our producer, whatever you want to call him. Yep. Dakota with the beard. Mr. Zach Brown Band. Hmm. Yeah, there we go. Been Dakota with, with the, the tattoos. I don't know if you'd be a tattoo guy. Not with like a full sleeve. You'd look weird. Yeah, I don't want to. Maybe one or two here or there. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm probably going to go for. Brown's going to get the Eagles tattoo. Nice. Still trying to decide where I want to put it. Like you should just get the whole album cover on your back. <laughs> Top to bottom, left to right. There you go. Now maybe not the album cover, but the actual logo. Lo- the logo from one of these nights with the eagle wings going across my shoulder blades. Then I don't, I don't even that. like tattoos, but I'd be all on board for that one. It's a good tattoo. So in brackets, whatever you want to say about this, this is the first one I've ever done. I've never really. I, if you haven't noticed from other podcasts, I don't watch college basketball, so this is the first bracket I've ever done. Bas- do you watch any basketball? I watched Auburn beat the mess out of Tennessee. I thought he was about to say his little cousin. <laughs> I, I did watch May's little cousin play basketball one time. Upward basketball. Literally. They ran a variated form of the triangle offense. <laughs> no, but seriously, I did I did sit down at Buffalo Wild Wings Sunday and watch called, the Auburn It was team. called the square. <sighs> the bracket did come out Sunday night And the regions As always are not balanced Not in my opinion at least Especially this region The west region Yep. Gonzaga's the one seed Michigan's the two Texas Tech is the three uh, That is, is that by with, far That's the one with Florida State is the four too Yeah that's by far the weakest Of the regions <clears throat> Here's my thing uh, actually, this is supposed to be for a later topic. We're just going to get into it now. I think it. I think that region may be more mid to late heavy than the rest of them, though. Like it's got. I think it's got a few more sleeper picks I, than the top heavy. I, Gonzaga got didn't even win their conference championship and got the, in my opinion, the easiest draw. I don't even know how that happens. But no clue. Uh, Michigan is. I mean, they were a Final Four team last year. But Texas Tech, uh, I, just, I think, I, I think maybe it, maybe it'd been better if they switched uh, Michigan and Michigan State, Kentucky. No, Kentucky, because this Miss Midwest region that's got North Carolina, it's got North Carolina, Kentucky, Houston's the three seed, Kansas is a four seed. They're normally a one or two. And it's Auburn Kansas, and then five. Auburn, who just won the SEC. That, that Iowa region, State won the Big Twelve. That re, uh, so you got three conference champions in one, three of the 
the the Power Five conferences in one conference champions in one uh, region, Auburn, North Carolina, and Iowa State. You got the runner up in the Big Twelve in Kansas. You've and then also you got, got Kentucky. You've also got the. Uh... What I think is the runner-up for the Big East Championship, which I know it's a small school, but they're still Seton Hall as a 10 seed who can so, act. I mean, they're a sleeper team in my opinion. So, I mean, these all these. That region's yeah. stacked. The other two, I think, are balanced. Duke and Michigan State. There's the a, only thing that I don't agree with is that Michigan got the easier draw than Michigan State. But see, and that, that kind of leads me into my, my point. Which I think we're skipping topics here, but I'm gonna go ahead anyways. I we can feel, cover it all. I man. feel like the conference tournament outcomes had absolutely no effect on the seating whatsoever. Like it's like they already made the brackets before the conference championships. Yeah. So how are you gonna tell me? We'll start off with this. How are you gonna tell me that Auburn wins four games in four days, beats Tennessee in the championship by twenty? They were projected to be a five seed before the tournament began. They don't move up a seed. Not one? I was thinking they were going to be a three seed. They don't even move up one to a four seed. So that one was the worst. Michigan State beats wins the Big Ten. They get put in the region with Duke. I mean, shoot, you could have – what did Purdue do in the conference? Not much. Or they won – They did Purdue – Who did they get put out by? I don't remember. It wasn't – Well, I mean, they could have probably just switched Purdue and Auburn seeding. Probably. That's what I would have done. Because, I mean, Purdue's a three seed in the, well, they're in the Tennessee region, but, I mean, shoot, it's no different than Auburn being in the Kentucky region. But, yeah, so that West region is way too weak, and the Midwest region is way too strong. The other ones are all right. I don't like that Tennessee's a two seed, but they're playing in Ohio, so they're my, and they're probably going to have to play Cincinnati in the second round. That's a home game for Cincinnati. Yeah. That don't make any sense. But... Other than that, their region really isn't that tough. I mean, they've got Virginia and I love how we look Kansas at Virginia. State. Virginia's not that tough. They're, the, I mean, they're the they're the, they're they're my in my opinion. They're I the, just bumped the table. I'm sorry. To they're the weakest of the one seeds. Coda gave me that look. He's not even listening. I'm listening. He's trying. He's trying to look up all this stuff we're talking about. Honestly, now I'm creating another bracket. <laughs> He's already hooked. Hard. He's this already hooked. And before the podcast started, he agreed with you in saying you shouldn't make more than one bracket. I know. And now he's making another one. Got a hip- and he picked Duke. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's no different than him picking North Carolina. I've got one for each. I mean, he picked North Carolina and One Duke. of them's going to win it. <laughs> one of them's going to win my bracket. Aren't, they, well, I mean, aren't they both in the state of North Carolina? Yes. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go back to the whole, like winning your, winning your conference championship as a how it should affect your seed in the bracket, you know, I mean, if you look at football, should the conference championship games affect their placement in the, the playoffs? Oh gosh, we're not going to get into that. That's gonna that's a totally different topic for, <laughs> for next enough, year for another I'm time. We're not. I, I guarantee. I'm just saying, you, there's the argument. That we're not trying to get certain, on that tangent now. I'm just saying. Are you trying? Are you trying to say that it should just it should have an impact? Or are you saying that conference champions should automatically be involved in the playoff? See, as far as football goes, it is. When you look at it, they don't make. The You're playoff. saying that conference champions should automatically go to the playoff. 
I'm not saying that. Okay, no. good. Okay, good. I'm just saying good. that it does. Have, I'm just glad you're not saying that because I, I hate, that I I hate saying, when people saying that. I'm not saying that, but I, what I am saying is that, you know, you have people like Notre Dame who aren't in a conference who, you know, they don't play a conference championship game and they're judged on their regular season. So. No, I agree. I, I agree that the conference champions should get, I mean, I don't like this seating. I think Michigan State got hosed. I think. Uh, Auburn got hosed. Um, you can make an argument that Tennessee got hosed, at least with location. For sure. So, yeah. So, I just... <laughs> but, I mean, overall, the Midwest, the West region is weak. But I think we look at Gonzaga getting beat by St. Mary's as, you know... Um, you know, we look at them kind of weaker now, but they're still, I mean, they're still deserving. Of, they're 30-3. and three. Look, I know that conference is weak, but they did beat Duke when Duke was at, you know, looked unbeatable at the Who time. Who are you talking about? Gonzaga. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree. Gonzaga deserves to be there. I I mean, they're you, – I think, you I think if you three? would just switch so, yeah. Michigan and maybe Kentucky or maybe Michigan State, I think that would have, you know, been better. You know, And maybe even – Put, I'd say Michigan State in there for Michigan. Swap those two, and then I would say probably to take Florida State and swap them with Auburn. Because hmm. I mean that would add a little bit more depth to that uh, West region. I mean Florida State they ended up getting embarrassed by Kentucky. I mean not Kentucky Duke. Which who's not going to get embarrassed by Duke right now? No, no, I don't know. So, but the one here's what here's what we have in the one seeds. Duke, Duke's the number one overall seed. It's funny that we did, we thought they might even be a two seed after Zion get hurt. Then Zion comes back. They win the SEC tournament. Now they're the number one overall I think seed. He played his best basketball after he came back. North Carolina, Virginia, Gonzaga. Rank those be- worst to best. Let's go worst to best. I have. Duke, worst, away worst from worst. Be, worst to best. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with Virginia, then Gonzaga, then North Carolina, then Duke. Okay. I'm going to give I'm going to give North Carolina that credit for beating Duke because they did beat Duke with two other top five picks, here's and then I'm they gonna. only lost a one whenever Zion came back. So here's yeah. what I'm going to do: Virginia. As the the worst, mm-hmm. Gonzaga, Duke, North Carolina. Really? Yes. Here's the thing. Look, I know Duke beat, just beat North Carolina, but it was by one point, and North Carolina had a chance to win. I mean, I, I think these these two are equal. They're both good teams, but Duke was one point better with Zion, and North Carolina had a chance to win it at the end. They had a, missed some missed shots there at the end. Here's my thing with Duke. They do have three top five picks, you know, but I haven't seen them be able to shoot outside very good. Zion's the best player in the game. I'm not going to deny that, which is why they're the number one overall seed. But if a team, I mean, I would just, I mean, I don't know why teams play man against them. To be honest with you, I just play zone. Uh, it that makes, makes zero sense to me to play man defense against them because they cannot shoot perimeter shots they just can't they hadn't proven they can they don't have I, don't, I can't think of one player on that team that I could think of that's good at good shooting perimeter shots 
not I mean Zion I mean Zion's obviously a more of an inside player, but R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, uh, is it Tyus Jones? No, that's the older one, isn't it? Trey Jones. Trey Jones, the younger. So uh, I like North Carolina. And North Carolina has proven to be a tough team in the tournament in the past three or four years. Back-to-back finals in, what, 17 and 18? 16 and 17? 16 and 17. They won it in 17. They made the Sweet 16 or Elite 8 last year. So they've looked tough teams. So, yeah, I'm going to put North Carolina ahead of Duke. Maybe that's a shocking pick, but that's the way I feel. What about you, Dakota? I don't know enough about them to comment on this. I'm not. Here's what I want you to do. All right, I'll tell you what I got in my bracket. You got the number one seeds. You got who? Gonzaga, North Carolina, Virginia. No, no, we're just talking about the one seeds. I want you to tell me who you think is the the one seeds. Okay. It's Gonzaga, North Carolina, Virginia, and Duke, right? I'm going to go Virginia as number four, Gonzaga, North Carolina, and Duke. All right, fine. I'm fine with being the lone wolf. It's fine with me. Not stuck. Okay, not Duke. stuck on the Duke bandwagon. Just because they North got Zion. Really, it's not even a Duke bandwagon. It's a Zion bandwagon. I'm Look, sorry. Continue. In my original bracket that I did, the first bracket, which is what I'm going to use. Later oh wait, 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 wait! I'm going to stop you right there. Normally, I know. Normally, I know okay. you tell me not stop, but that we're going to save that for a later topic. Okay. Before we move on, I would just like to say that earlier I was listening to a podcast. Oh gosh. And. They made a really good comment, and normally I don't agree with the, when most people say what I'm feeling, but this dude said that normally most people hate Duke, right? Unless you're a Duke fan. Mm-hmm. Or no one seems to care that Zion plays for Duke. Everybody loves Zion. So, I mean. He's just so much fun to watch. He is. I, I, think oh, he's, I, I think he's great for basketball, I too. I completely agree with that. I think he's the I hardest, absolutely he hate the hardest working basketball player that I have seen ever. I mean, he he will literally go all out during a game. It doesn't matter. He could be playing a scrub team and it not even count for anything. It could just be practice and he would still go all out. I mean, I, I, I love watching Zion. And I completely agree with that statement because I like Zion, but I absolutely hate Duke with yeah. passion. Yeah. Can't stand Duke. Which I mean, that's coming from a Kansas fan and Auburn fan. So, don't like Duke. Period. I don't care who they're playing. Go Tar Heels in that matchup. To give not, you an just, example, not just because I have a picture with Roy Williams. To give you an example about as much as I know about basketball, I finally know who Zion Williamson is. Didn't we show you like halfway through the season? You no, the this podcast was the first time I'd ever heard about it. That, to my knowledge, the first time I'd ever heard about it. Like tonight? No. Oh, I was about to say because we talked about. But it no, before. I'm talking about earlier in this podcast. <laughs> Shows he's not really listening. <laughs> <laughs> we already know. All but right. I, I do recognize the name, and I actually watched the kid play. He's good. So as as let's tell. talk about other people's favorite topic, especially Brantley's Cinderella teams. And I'm just going to put this out here. I am one of the, probably one of the only people I hate Cinderella teams. I hate underdogs. To me, the best bracket, the best Final Four is every year are the teams that are filled with one and two seeds. I like favorites. I like the name brand programs to be in it. I do not like seeing these really small schools who will never, ever probably do anything good again make one good run. And I just don't like, that's not fun. That's not fun to me. I want to see North Carolina, K 
Kansas, Kentucky, Duke, Michigan State. These are the teams I want to see Michigan in the Final Four. State. Name brand programs, teams that are, you know, Villanova. Even though you wouldn't pick Villanova more than a year ago? Yeah. <laughs> they were just too good last year. I was not. waiting for you to say Villanova just so I could say that. They were too good last year. Not Normally I wouldn't pick Villanova, but they were good last year. They were. You don't even like picking Kentucky nowadays. Every time I pick Kentucky, they always end up choking. Them in Kansas? Let's not bring up Kansas. I'm not. I'm not ready for that. It's a touchy subject. But anyways, we're going to look at some Cinderella teams. So I'm going to ask you who you think is a good team that can make a run. The only qualification is it has to be a four seed or lower. So who do you think makes a run at the Final Four? So this year I don't see many teams now, this is not a being good year. able to make that run. The only – I see two teams, I think. Yeah, two teams – that are a four-seed or lower that I believe can make the run, and that is Kansas State, if they can get... I don't uh, think that guy's coming back. You don't think he is? No. Yeah. The only way they make it is if Dean Wade comes back and don't see that happening, or um, Florida State. I believe Florida State's in that West region. They would have to beat, <sighs> the, they would have to beat Vermont, and then the winner of Marquette and Murray State, and Murray State very well could beat Marquette. But after they get past those, either of those teams, they would have to face Gonzaga. And then they would have to face Michigan, most likely. And, I mean, Michigan showed that they're beatable easily. So that's the only team I see making it to the Final Four. So, I don't mean this to be, like, super homer, but the only team I'm going to pick is Auburn. See? And I don't have Auburn going to the Final Four. I have them getting beaten the Sweet 16 by North Carolina. But I think they are perfectly if- capable of it because I think they have the team for it. I think their team is really good. They play defense really good. They shoot the three ball really good. Now, the problem with that is if you have a really bad off night, it can cost you the game. But if, if they play like they've been playing through this SEC tournament and before the SEC tournament because they beat Tennessee the last regular season game and they were on a win streak going into the SEC tournament, if they keep playing like that, they definitely have a chance, even though they're in the toughest uh, region by far. But I, 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 that's, uh, I just don't think there's really any team outside of – really, I, I have all one and two seeds in my Elite Eight. I'll just go ahead and say that. So, uh, but uh, out of I just don't think a four seed or lower is going to be in the final four this year. The only real thing I was I was going to say Auburn, but they've got to go through way too much to get there. I mean, like you said, they've got to go through North Carolina, and then after North Carolina, they would have to face most likely Houston or Kentucky. The only thing I will say about Auburn is they're really getting doubted. Going into this, that is which true. is which is really shocking considering how well they've just played in the SC tournament and just won it. I mean, there 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 are a lot of people picking New Mexico State to beat them in the first round. Yeah, I've I heard that and I was like that. Now New Mexico State has a great record and they they're one of those teams that plays in a weaker conference, but they look like they could be a problem. But I I mean, so they're they're no, just they're not only, getting love. My my only concern about Auburn is their consistency. That's my problem, is too. Because they'll be playing like the best team in 
all of college basketball, well, and then they'll just up and be like, what happened? The one thing I love, and say the problem with that is, is most of the time it was them playing on the road. So that was one thing that made me feel a little bit better because they went to the SEC tournament, which is neutral site, like the March Madness tournament sure. is, and they played great. So maybe that you know, just not so. I don't know. We'll just have to. That's just gonna have to be a wait and see. They're shooting the ball like they've been, they shoot shot in the SEC tournament. They got a chance to be anybody. Anybody. I mean, uh, well, their first game's in Utah, which is right next door to New Mexico. Of course so. it is. Oh well, they they I think they got gypped on not only seeding but where they have to play too. So right. that that's going to be another test for them starting out, which I think they should handle easily. So, well, we hope everyone we've got Dakota on board making a bracket this year. He seems like he's going to enjoy it. If you're making a bracket this year and you actually want our advice, uh, we have a few tips to give you. I actually feel like though that. I mean, I, I, I'm in a place where I can give advice because oh, I've yeah. done pretty well. I, I feel like my streak's going to end. I came in third last year. I think my brackets. streak's going to end. We pl- and we played, and it wasn't just a small, like, in like the, 20 in the, there was, no, it was more than that. Really? There was a lot. We played in that group, and I won it all, and I was kind of shocked I did, to be honest with you. I think, I feel like my, I've won it, I've won our group, every group that we've been in four years in a row. I feel like that streak's going to end. Which last year was the one year. that was over 20 something, and then yeah. the years before that was only like, Five or six no, of us, about ten. Ten max. I mean, it's still. I mean, I'm playing. Uh, usually in that group, I had multiple basketball coaches that I was playing against. Yeah, so I can true. still, I still consider that uh, impressive. But I feel like my streak's going to come to an end this year. I'm probably, I'm already preparing for it. Four years in a row is probably really all. I, I, my next thing I'm trying to get is I want to finally get all four Final Four right. I've gotten three out of the four. Two of those years, I'm, I just want to finally. I would have got one year. You get like two out of the four. I've got. I got. And you were. Like I got really surprised that you even. I got okay. So the past four years, I've gotten three out of the four and two out of the four. The other three out of the four twice and two out of the four. The other two years, back in high school, the two years where we did it, our senior year, I finished third in that big group we were in, and I didn't have a single final four right. So I still don't know how I managed to do that. That. I, but it's probably the year that Harvard made their run. I don't. It was the year that it was the year that UConn won as a seven seed, oh, and they played yeah. Kentucky as an eight seed. Yeah, that's why you didn't win because it had sevens and eight seeds. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to give, if you have to give advice, one piece of advice, I'm going to let you give advice because my advice is going to be the same as your advice. I just can never stick to your advice. Why is that? I don't know. It's just. Okay. I always feel like this is the year that it's not going to be the way that you say it is. You know what I'm saying? So, as I stated earlier in this podcast, this is like the, this has been said multiple times. This is the first. Are you about to give advice? No, I'm about to ask a question. Dakota was like, "I'm gonna tell you how it's done." <laughs> I'm gonna ask a question. Okay. This is the first year I've always heard about it. I always knew about it. I don't know any of these big name teams. Like I recognize like North Carolina and. Duke and all like I okay. recognize big names. The biggest name I'll probably recognize is Kentucky just because they're in the SEC and that's about all that I care about. All right. Going into this, not knowing any of these teams, not knowing any of these programs, not having watched but one basketball game this entire season, what should I do as far as picking? Always pick favorites. Don't ever try to pick upsets. That's my number one rule. Okay. Do not try to pick there's gonna be upsets. 
okay? Do not try to pick them, because here's the problem. It is too dang hard to try to accurately pick those upsets. So when you try to pick upsets, you end up screwing up your bracket, because you, you pick a team that gets, you know, you try to pick an upset, and they get beat in the first round. Well, you had them going to the round 32, or the round of the Sweet 16, or whatever. Favorites. Here's the thing. The final, the national championship game, I told, what was this stat the other day I told you? 10 or out of the last 11 national championship, I don't, I can't, national, 10 out of the last 11 national champions, I think, have been a one or a two seed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think only, you told me. The only one that wasn't was UConn, and they were a seven seed, but it was UConn. I mean, normal. Now, they've dropped off a lot in the recent years, but normally UConn is a, a powerhouse in basketball. So, But they were a seven seed that year. But normally the champion is a one or a two seed. And that's most of the final. I mean, you'll have Michigan went to the championship one year as a four. That one year UConn won it. They played Kentucky. And Kentucky was in it, but they were an eight seed. And Loyola went last year. I mean, there's always going to be a team that makes a miracle run that might can get to the final four. Loyola last year, VCU one year, Wichita State one year. But... The chances of accurately picking a eight, nine, ten, or eleven seed to make a run is dang near impossible. So my always pick favorites because normally what you see, I mean, look at the past last year's champion Villanova, North Carolina before that, Villanova, Michigan State, Duke, uh, Duke again, Kentucky. These are the teams that win national championships. I mean, I can't really. What's the last? National can can you even think of a national championship recent recent memory that wasn't a big a big name school? I mean, I'm trying to think Louisville. Uh, who wanted the year? Louisville's is still a big name though. That's what I'm saying. Like they're oh. they're a big name. Michigan Michigan State's never won the title. Not the recent. I mean, they've won it, just not in like the past ten years. Um, are you pulling up the list of national champions? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, pull up, pull us up the list of national champions, and we'll just look at this right Let's here. Let's see. Villanova, North Carolina, Villanova, Duke, Connecticut, Louisville, Kentucky, Connecticut, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Florida, Florida, North Carolina, Connecticut, Syracuse, Maryland, Duke, Michigan State, Connecticut, Kentucky, Arizona, Kentucky, UCLA. All right, you can stop. You can stop. I mean. So he went, like, way over 20 years. 1990. So you would UNLV. have. UNLV. Oh, Lord. You would have to go back to 06 and 07 when Florida won back to back to real and that and not say but I mean I would not consider Florida a normally a powerhouse. They have good teams, but I wouldn't consider them like when you think of They used to be powerhouses. No, but what I'm saying, when you think of basketball, you don't think Florida. No, like they used to run, besides Kentucky, they used to run the SEC. But what I'm I mean like Duke like a lot of those were the Blue Bloods. Duke was in there, North Carolina. Here's the Blue Bloods of basketball. Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky. And technically UCLA is part of that too, but they haven't been. Just because just they have the most titles, even though they haven't really been relevant in the past 10, 15 years. Okay. So that's just that's just what I always tell people. Don't don't try to pick upsets. Just pick the favorites. And if it, you know, if, if a crazy bracket does happen, you know, it is what it is. Now... Your advice only works if you're playing in groups, like where you just want to get the most points. Now, if you want to get a perfect bracket, yeah, but I that's mean, otherwise. But. I don't even try. The odds of getting a perfect bracket are about dang near impossible. I, this I, this year's probably going to be the 
year to do it though because they're like you said, I mean, this year it's probably not going to be as many upsets or Cinderella stories. Yeah, I just, but you never know. I never would have thought Loyola Chicago would make a run. But that's that's what I'm saying, though. Like, I mean, it's always some team that, and it's never, like, it's never the same team. It was Wichita, it was VCU, then it was Wichita State, then it was Loyola. I mean, it's never. So, yeah. Favorites, four seeds or higher. That's what That's what I would go with. Preferably one or two seats. Okay. It's just, Brantley, you have anything to add? Go with your gut. That's another one, too. Don't try to overthink things. That's why I'm sticking with my national champion, even though my head is telling me not to. But I feel like my gut's telling me to, so I'm going with them, even though my... I really haven't second thoughts on this one. This is, this is the this is the most I've agonized over a ch- my champion pick in a while. That's why. That's well, why I wish I had a timer. That way, once I get done with it, I can't change it anymore. Because I go back through and I keep looking at, looking at, looking at, and I start second guessing. See, this is why it's better for me not to know any of these teams because, like, I don't yes. think has Zion Williamson, and that's about it. I couldn't tell you a single player for Tennessee or North Carolina. I can name some Tennessee players. I like Tennessee. Another thing I'm going to tell you, don't pick with your heart. Now, Alabama's not in the tournament, so that really applies. Now, if you fill out out an NIT bracket, put Alabama in there. But what I'm saying is if there's, like, try don't pick with your heart. Here's your praise my problem. I usually always pick. In the past, I'd always pick Kansas, <laughs> thinking this year's going to be the year because Kansas is always – look, Kansas is always a one or a two seed. Watch <laughs> them make a Final Four run. I'd be happy if they did. I wouldn't even care. I don't care if my bracket gets screwed up. If Kansas or Auburn makes a Final Four run, I'm going to be super excited. I don't care if I didn't pick them or not. That was – I mean, that's just the way I feel about it. But normally I do pick Kansas. Uh, I didn't last yeah, year. I would not. In the past four years – the past four brackets I've done, I've picked Kansas twice. I've not picked Kansas twice. Two times I picked them, they both got beat. They beat in the Elite Eight each year. The two times I didn't pick them, I picked the champion correct. So. See, I would not. Somebody would have to pay me a large sum of money in order to put Alabama. As yeah, a, this doesn't really apply to you because Al. I don't. I like. I've seen Alabama basketball. I've stick watched, to football or softball. Or well, I mean, last year, no one or expected baseball. them to beat Virginia Tech, wasn't it? I think it was Virginia Tech. I picked them to they beat, beat Virginia Kentucky Tech. last year, did they? No. Well, they beat them Not during the regular season. They did. They beat Kentucky in the regular season this year. I thought they beat them last, last year. Last year too. No, they. I think they beat them last year in the regular season. They just didn't beat them in the tournament. I don't know because Alabama or not Alabama. Avery Johnson is zero for however many in the tournament against Kentucky. Against anybody at the tournament. No. They beat Ole Miss this Alabama year. Alabama softball team is 31-0, by the way. So. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me. I'll be keeping up with it. Alabama baseball is 17-3. Hey, Auburn, Auburn has the <laughs> largest winning streak in the SEC right now in baseball. Is this we have including a, last year's? We have a third. I just we have saw a today that they have the high, they really? had the long. That, and Auburn has a 14-game winning streak. Oh, boo. Wait till they play each other. It's brilliant. Go. Auburn was I would Auburn was one pop fly off a baseball glove that went to be a home run away from, from the World Series last year. <laughs> it was 
I'm not even that. I don't even watch Auburn baseball that much. But that I watched that game. That might have been the most depressing thing I've ever seen. I don't know if. I, okay, I just have to say this. The ball went off the outfielder's glove and went out of the park, and that's how Florida won the game. I, I remember it. Oh my gosh, that was heartbreaking. Anyways, all right. So, do we have anything else before we get to this final topic? No. Okay. How, how long have we been going? Not too long. About thirty minutes. That's not too bad. All right. Well, I guess we're gonna make our final. Oh, I guess we don't have a non-sports topic this week. Oh well. That's okay. We skipped out for a few weeks, so we can we could live without it. Or you can just think of one off the top of your head. Speaking of which, before I got here, so I, I had a friend tell me she was like, she said that Def Leppard, Poison, and Kiss should be at the top of greatest rock bands in in history. I said absolutely not. I can, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with those bands, but I can think of ten off the top of my head that are better than those. I just, I'm just putting that out there. Which friend was this? Sons. Do I know her? Yes. We're not going to talk about this. Shut, shut up. Is it? Oh, my gosh. But, I mean. Like. Poison like, absolutely is not. I like mean. Poison and Kiss maybe hair bands. Uh, uh, we're talking about greatest rock bands. Poison and Def Leppard are absolutely not in the top ten. Like, you can make I, an art. I hear best rock bands. I think Eagles. I think Led Zeppelin. I love that I you think, went to the Eagles first. It warms my heart. In my opinion, Pink Floyd, just because they're like next level. Well, like, I mean, look, there's stuff you can't even comprehend. Led Zeppelin's. I don't like Led Zeppelin. Which there might be a Led reason Zeppelin, you can't comprehend it unless you're on drugs, yeah. but. I don't, I don't, I don't I think if you went to a Pink Floyd concert not high in the seventies, it wouldn't make sense. Especially since they had lasers and stuff in their show. Let's be honest, who wasn't high in the seventies? Nobody that went to a rock concert. Huh? That's when Woodstock was still around. <laughs> but you got to think. I mean, we're talking about if you're talking about top ten, you got Led Zeppelin. Pink Floyd, The Eagles, The Who, Guns N' Roses, Beatles. The Beatles, Aerosmith, Leonard Skinner, bon Van Halen, Bon Jovi. I mean, that's a God. lot. U2, I'm not a big U2 fan, but they're obviously really popular. I mean, even Queen, I didn't even Jimmy mention Queens. Well, we're talking I mean, about bands. Let's well. go bands. I, um, so, I mean, that's that's just, that's a lot. So, sorry. You got Metallica also. ACDC. ACDC. Right. ACDC for sure. Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. I see. see, there's a Nirvana. lot. Here's the thing with Nirvana. Caleb wasn't a Nirvana fan. I like Nirvana. I just, I mean, I don't, they weren't around very often because Kurt, you know, rest in peace, committed suicide really not very long after they got popular. I like the Foo Fighters. Yeah. I, you got Sticks. I like sticks. I like sticks too, but they're not. They don't Come belong on. near the top ten. The who? Well, we've right. already listed ten, so we know they're not in the top ten. But my my thing with Nirvana is, I don't think they were. Around. I think if they had been, around, if they had been, had more years, maybe. But I just don't. I don't get. I mean, they're <laughs> they get. They're like in the top twenty five of Rolling Stones greatest one hundred artists of all time. They're ahead of artists like Michael Jackson, Prince, Black. Queen, The Who. I'm not a big Black. That's more heavy. See, the Black Sabbath and Metallica, I would say, would be more heavy metal. We're forgetting one of the most important ones of all. 
was that? Leonard Skinner. I already said Leonard Skinner. Did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't hear it. So. You got 30 seconds of ours also. And the Who. Yeah, I already said the Who. What about ZZ Top? It's a good one. But, that I mean, really I wouldn't say top 20. ZZ Top. Um, I can think of, like, maybe two or three songs from ZZ Top. Motley Crue. I could tell you the most famous one is the Duck Dynasty. Stock Dress Man. Yeah. Yep. It's their best song, too. But, so, I mean, the doors, I, the doors was weird. I'm not saying that they weren't, but. But. I think we may have some topics coming up about best rock bands of 70s and then 80s, 90s. Like, each decade. Here's my thing. The Eagles have two of the top three best-selling albums in the whole United States, and they don't get usually get considered as like the top five or top ten best rock bands. That doesn't make sense to me. Just saying. I could listen to the Eagles all day. Just putting that out. I have. I literally have not stopped listening to them since Friday. <laughs> Trust us, we know. You know what? I can't, bl- I can't blame you, but... I don't... Actually... I just finished a four-hour documentary on oh, last Lord. night. It was literally... F- okay, here's what happened. I went to go rent it and I accidentally purchased Amazon Pro <laughs> for see, I, $65. Oh, my goodness. I got it refunded, though. I, again? I, I, I switched. I sw- okay, the, the last time I didn't know it was coming out, and my, my mom bought it and didn't know that I didn't want it to renew. So that's what happened there. This time I accidentally purchased it. It's too easy to accidentally purchase because, like, see, honestly, I think I did it like when we rented that movie the other night. I think I did the monthly subscription to Amazon Prime. See, that's what video. I I did. I, I just I didn't get I didn't cancel it. I just switched it to the monthly, and they charged me for monthly and renewed the other money because I realized it was I have the student, so it's only like six bucks. I said mine was only eight dollars. And I was like, the movie, the documentary on the Eagles I was renting was like four ninety nine, so it was like a dollar more. So I was like, I'll just get the so monthly. That's the movie you were talking about. Yeah, I rented a four hour documentary on the Eagles. Four hours. So okay, so it was two Did part. It have an intermission? Yeah, it was a two part documentary. <laughs> and wait a minute, it was le- it was legit a two part. I've been part. trying to get you to watch The Godfather for over a year, probably. Okay, I I watched The Godfather, the second one. Okay. I wanted to watch it. It's just okay. Here's my thing. Uh, the I mean, Eagles, I know it's the Eagles, uh, the Godfather. But you've had, there's a you've also, year. You guys gotta remember. He's probably sitting there at work with his headphones and watching this. I watched this at home. Thank you very much. While he's supposed to be working from home. No, I wasn't. It was Sunday night. I finished no. my schoolwork, and I watched this. Do- I only watched half of it. I watched the first part, and then I watched the second part last night. But yeah, but yeah, you won't watch Godfather Part Two. Okay. For over a year. No offense. There's a the... whole year there. Do you want me to come over this Saturday and we will watch The Godfather Part 2? What am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing Saturday. Well, considering we're supposed to hang out, all four of us are supposed to hang out that night. That was I, Friday. Uh, oh, I yeah. thought they'd take... We found that poker not do Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so, we'll get here in the morning, watch the movie, and then at about 6 o'clock when it's over, we'll start <laughs> playing poker. <laughs> No offense to The Godfather, but The Godfather or The Eagles. It's Yeah, but you, you bought the movie for The Eagles and watched Technic- half of it in the same... Technically, Iowa. It's a... Day. But then over a whole year, you couldn't watch any of The Godfather Part 2. But I like to sit sit down and watch the whole movie. It's not an intermission. 
I don't want to do it's that's like a movie though. This is this was a documentary that was literally split in two. It was a part one and part two. Now all four it was it was all in the same thing, but it stopped like there was credits that rolled and then they went to the second part of the documentary. There was some stops and says intermission. Now, granted it wasn't actually a four hour documentary, it was two and a half, three hours, and then it was like an hour of uh, their concert, which I also watched. But <laughs> But still, it's the Eagles. It's it's the Eagles. Well, that's all I'm gonna say. That's interesting. What? What's interesting? Glad to know that you like the Eagles enough that you'll sit down and watch a four-hour documentary on them. Mm-hmm. I can't blame you, but I watched I watched Bohemian Rhapsody the week. There's a lot of bands I would watch a four-hour documentary on. I don't have four hours to just sit down and watch a documentary. Yeah, but you also go to bed at like 10 because you have to be up at like 3. 10? I got to go to bed at 8.30. You. That's before my bedtime. Ah. Every time I've been to your house that you've had to work the next day, you have not gone to bed at 8.30. Because I have company. Oh, my God. I'm now, kidding. you may see him over there sitting on the couch or something nodding out, but. I do, I do that a lot. I. I'll probably actually don't go to sleep till like 9, 9.30. I work. But he's in bed ready to go at 8.30. I don't. I don't go to work, into if work ever, yes. until later because I work till six or seven. I'm go- well. Most of that's just it's baseball, softball season. So I still work late, but not as late during basketball. Yeah. So hopefully, if I get this new job, that won't be happening. My eight thirty bedtime will probably be pushed back to like ten ten thirty because then I'll be working eight to five. So it'll be a lot better for my health, honestly. Okay, we probably we probably need to stop. We're probably straying too much. Nah, then. Point taken is uh, Kiss, Death Leopard, and Poison are not top ten rock bands of all time. No. They have some great songs. Uh, I like all of them, but equally. Um, crap, the song is literally slipping my mind. By who? Poison? Every Rose Has It Thorn. Yes. Every Rose yes. Has It Thorn. Also, um, Unskinny Bop and Nothing But A Good Time are good by them. Death Leopard obviously pours some sugar on me. Which... Kiss has I Was Made For Loving You. That's probably their top song. Really? Let's see. Or at least in my opinion. Uh, maybe in your... I wouldn't consider that their top song. Um, I always think Detroit Rock City whenever I hear Kiss. Or uh, what's that? I Want to Rock and Roll All Night? Is that what it's called? Rock and Roll All yeah. Night? Yeah, that's one of them. That's literally... That's about their only songs. Those three is like their they best have some, songs. I mean, they're touring now. Do you know they're, they're on their farewell tour? I'd go yeah. watch them. Rolling through the stage on wheelchairs. Yeah, number one's rock and roll. Uh, What's number two? Which Detroit, Detroit rock, rock City. City? I called them. Which one are you looking at? Their own website. Uh, Is that their ultimate no. classic rock? Because this one said Detroit Rock City and then Deuce and then rock and roll. I called the top two songs. Okay, this one's bogus because I was made for loving you isn't even in there. So yeah, I'm not even that big a Kiss fan, but I top I called the top two songs. That's impressive. Did you know there was a time where they didn't wear face paint? Yeah, I'd get that, actually. It was weird. They look weird. Okay, according to Billboard. Oh, that's a good one. Here's what we'll do. Yeah, but that one's ranked by performance on chart. So that means that basically whatever it peaked at is what it lists at. Yeah. Better I mean, than Detroit Rock City both. That all depends on what it came out around. Well, you should like this list better because I was made for loving you is number three. 
and I, rock and roll all night was number four. Yeah, but Detroit Rock City is always going to be one or two. It's I'm not saying I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's my my favorite song by them is Crazy Nights, which is probably never going to be a top ten song of theirs. But the highest they ever the highest song they ever had on the Billboard Hot 100 was Beth or Detroit. Detroit Rock City and both peaked at number, number seven. seven. Yeah, that was the highest it ever got. I think Kiss Kiss is more of a performance band. Yeah, like yeah. that's the that's the one you want to go see in person. Live live performances, you know, drummer twirling in midair while playing the drums. Gene Simmons with the fire and the tongue, yeah, all and, the face pain. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's just a live performance band, and that you know, it is that is what it is. Yeah, yeah, you have people like that. And, and there's some bands that are, you know, this is, you know, you know, the Eagles. I mean, they're, I mean, they pretty much sound the, the way they sound. Not that they aren't great live, but they sound the way they sound on re- recording. That's just the way they are. Some bands like to do crazy stuff when they perform. It's just perform. It's just preference. Um, do you know what Def Leppard's actual top song is? Rock of Ages. Yep. I figured you'd say pour some. Sugar on me. Well, when you said actual top song, I figured it wasn't Pour Some Sugar on Me. Well, do you know what their second song is? Not Pour Some Sugar on Me? No. Photograph. Look at this photograph. No. Not the the same song, but it's whatever. Okay, we need to stop. We need to go. Who's your final four? My final four. No, let's go Dakota first. Who's your final four? My final four. In your first bracket. Like the one one I went with my gut feeling, not thinking about anything. Uh I have Duke playing Florida State. Okay. And then I have Tennessee playing North Carolina. Okay. Who's winning it all? North Carolina. Okay. Brantley, who's your final four? My final four is Duke playing Gonzaga. Okay. And then Tennessee playing Kentucky. Who's going to win it all? I have Duke beating Tennessee. All right. My final four is Duke playing Gonzaga. And Tennessee playing North Carolina. And I have Tennessee beating Duke in the national championship game. Yes. I'm going with my gut. Holy cow. My head's telling me not to, but I'm going with my gut. But anyways, uh, we didn't mean for this show. Go, I shouldn't have got us off on that rock band tangent. tangent. It'll be okay. But yeah. So if you're still listening, we thank you for still listening to us. We're probably not, but we thank you anyways. And we hope you have a good night. Thank you and good night. Yeah. Now.